the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Opinions expressed in the following program may not reflect those of Salem Media of Colorado or its sponsors. This is Life in Colorado, a radio news magazine about the issues, events, and the unique life we live in the Centennial State. Keep on in Colorado. Hello and welcome. My name is Maria Oliver. No guts, no story. That's the mantra for the Curious Theater Company, this week's Spotlight. We're being joined by Managing Director Katie Maltese. Thanks for joining us, Katie. Thanks for having me. Let's start with some basics. How are you affiliated with Curious? I'm the managing director of Curious Theater Company. I've been there uh, since 2015. You're an actor? No, no. I haven't been an actor since college. Okay. How'd they suck you in? You know, um, I have been in theater since I was really little, old enough to talk, right? So I've always been a part of theater and the theater community and then discovered oh, I have a talent for the business side, and that's really where I can be best serving to the theater. And so uh, I have been in that for my professional career. And uh, Curious is a really special theater company that uh, I have been in love with since before I worked there. So you've been in Colorado since about 2006, your transplant like Yeah, exactly. Okay. You said that that you were involved in in theater as a child. So is, is theater just in your blood, or was it just one of those things that wow, I happen to like this. Oh, it's it's in my blood pretty deep. My parents met doing uh, theater and uh, oral interp in college. And then even as a child, I would write and produce and direct and star in my own shows in the backyard and make all of my neighbor kids uh, be a part of that with me. That sounds exceptionally awesome. Now, oh, hey, do you know why they picked the name Curious? You know, Curious really is trying to make you think and make you curious about the world. And so the name was really meant to be sort of evocative and think about, oh, why? Oh, okay, about anything that goes on there. And so the name just sort of was born from that impulse. Where are you located? So we are two blocks south of the Denver Art Museum. We're on 11th and Acoma. Okay, there you go. Easy to find. Let's get into what makes your company unique. No guts, no story. How cool is that? It's a great motto. Yeah. Yeah. No guts, no story um, is such a great motto that other organizations have tried to take it, like Sundance. (laughs) Seriously? (laughs) Yes. Thank you to our trademark lawyers. Um, Yeah, it's a great motto. It really says who Curious is. So we are there to tell stories, but tell stories that have a little some, some bite to it and some teeth to it that really make you think and question and dive into an issue. One of the things, one of the many, many, many things that makes a Curious Theater Company so incredibly unique, it's who's contributing. 
Yeah, so over the last 10 years, 75% of our plays have been written by women, people of color, or members of the LGBTQ community. And so we're really committed to telling diverse stories, and we feel like that starts with the playwright. So if you're telling stories that represent the vast diversity of the world that we live in, then we're being responsible and proactive to who our community is. And so we're really committed to making sure that starting with playwrights, we're telling those stories that embody our entire world and community. Yeah, so sometimes it's hard to get those scripts from those individuals. So how do you find them? Where, where are you getting these folks from? So I think... Um, we would argue that some of the best work being written today is written by those voices that we've just talked about. Um, Brandon Jacobs Jenkins, Dominique Morisseau are truly exceptional once in a lifetime type playwrights. And being able to be the theater company that introduces those voices to Colorado is a real honor for us. And so uh, we really feel like it's not a matter of trying to find those people, but lift those people up. And so uh, we both find and seek out those voices as well as we do a lot of new play commissioning. And so new plays are developed and workshopped within the Curious itself. So we will commission a playwright to write a piece. Right now we're actually at the very beginning stages of um, a really exciting bilingual commission that will have an international component to it that talks about um, uh, refugees coming from Honduras and walking over the border into Texas. Uh, and we're really excited about the complexity of that type of a project. And so we uh, not only seek out plays, but try to develop them as well. Not just waiting for the jewels to, to come to you, helping create them. Exactly. Lovely. You mentioned Dominique Morso. Yes. Now, you have a production running right now by her called Skeleton Crew. So it's received some rave reviews nationally, and now it's right here in Denver with us. Tell us a little bit about the play. I believe it, it's set in, in the modern era, our, our Great Recession in 2008. Exactly. So Dominique Morso is um, an exceptional playwright. I'm such a Dominique fangirl, and so uh, I tend to go on about her. But this play in particular is part of her Detroit series. She's from Detroit and really wanted to show that city and what it has been through over its its course of history. So last year we did a play called Detroit 67 that took place during um, what some called the riots and others called the uprising uh, in the city during that time period. And so this is another part of that story of the city of Detroit. And this takes place in 2008 when we're at the height of the sort of beginning of the Great Recession, and all of the auto plants are closing. And this takes place just in the break room of one particular auto plant. And it's four characters, three of whom are working the line, and one of whom is sort of middle management caught between. And there's rumors flying about, will the plant close? And they really have to decide who they're looking out for in this. Is it themselves? Is it this community that they've created and this family that they've created amongst this break room group? Or are they uh, looking even more broadly? One of them is actually the union uh, facilitator, the union chief. Okay. Faye, mm -hmm. yep, exactly, for for this group. Uh, and so it's it's 
it's a story that I think resonates with everyone because we all had that fear in 2008 of, oh, is my job going to go away? Is is my brother's job? Is my husband's job? Is my you know cousin? Whatever. We all knew that sort of impending doom feeling, uh, and I think this play really speaks to that in a really human way. We're going to come back and talk more about this latest production that's going to be running until April the 13th. We'll be right back. Let's see about getting this out there working right. You shut us down, ain't you? How you know? Read your face. Been looking stressed for a week and then some. What'd you find out? Last week, Jackson pulled me into his office. Let everybody know. HR is sending out the notice next month. How soon? Within the year, Faye. Oh. I hit 30 years at the end of the year. In October, we gonna be around that long? Ain't sure. Severance packs be real different for 29 years versus 30. I know, I'm thinking on it. You can't say nothing to nobody. I'll lose my job, you know that, right? I'm union rep. It's my job to take care of. What you want me to do? I want you to wait and let the company do this right. Do this right, huh? Please, Faye. Yeah, and all of the characters are just portraits of, of people that you know. Like exactly. Faye reminds me of, of our union steward at the time, back when you know that was going on. I was involved in union circumstances and, and how she was trying so hard to keep us together when the company was trying so hard to pull us apart. Yes. And that that fundamental camaraderie that you have among coworkers, especially, you know, folks you've been around every day for years and years, and just the the shakiness that that we all felt in 2008 of of are our jobs going away and then, yeah, our jobs are going away and 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 what happens with that transition as a as a person in your own personal life with your finances so i i, I love i love this i got to go check this one out before it, it goes away i i'm not going to lie i did cheat it and watch it on the online who is in the play yeah so we have um four exceptionally talented actors um we have one that's a company member at Curious. So Cajardo Lindsay is one of our actors who is so celebrated in Denver for his work at Shadow Theater Company many years ago. Cajardo is in this piece, which we're all excited about, as well as the the Faye character who you mentioned is a woman from New York named Perry Gaffney who is in uh, to portray this role. And then we have two uh, new faces to Curious uh, within this play as well. So a uh, local talent or a talent that's just hanging out with us locally to enrich us. Exactly. And it's directed by Donnie Betts, who's also uh, really well-known here in the Denver community. Okay. Now, speaking about well-knowns, the man, the myth, he's not here, he's in Mexico. <laughs> Chip Walton. Tell, tell our listeners a little bit about Chip and, and his role with Curious, how long he's been with Curious, and just, just how he's just helped contribute over the decades. Right. So Chip is actually the founder of Curious. So Curious was founded uh, by a small group of folks um, after they had produced um, 
Angels in America with hunger artists, they said, man, we really want to continue to work together, but we want to work together in a professional paid environment. And Chip and this other group got together and said, let's form an artistic company. Let's call it Curious. And they founded Curious. And Chip has served as our artistic director for our entire existence. We're in our 21st year now, so um, he deserves his trip to Mexico. Definitely. He really has um, been the vision and the framework for who this company has become, both in terms of our commitment to to new plays and in terms of our commitment to diverse voices. We are speaking with Katie Maltese. Uh, she is the uh, managing director of Curious Theater Company. We're going to take a little break and then we'll be right back. How long am I going to come in here day to day and walk this invisible line? I mean, I'm, I'm sick of this line. Line say I'm over here and you over there. And even though we come from the same roots, even though we started with the same dirt on our shoes, I'm supposed to pretend like I don't know your story. I'm supposed to pretend like, like you ain't more than an employee ID number. I'm supposed to pretend like I don't know what happens out there when you leave these plant grounds. Like I don't know why every man out there feels the need to arm himself before he walks into a grocery store or drops his kids off at school. I'm supposed to pretend like I don't know the fear that's come over all of us lately. There's so thick form, a lump in your throat. Walk around with your manhood on the line every day because you never know when someone's going to come and try to take it from you. Because you never know when you're going to be the next one out there desperate and needing to feed your family by any means necessary. I listen to Dad's fed. I look him in the eye because that line, that, 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 that invisible line between us is thin as hell. And we're back. We're speaking with Katie from Curious Theater Company. Tell us a little bit about Curious's core values and their core mission. So our mission is to engage the community in contemporary issues through provocative modern theater. So we always like to talk about that. We, we talk about our mission all the time. We refer back to our mission all the time. This is the theater company that uh, is more mission-focused than any other arts organization I've ever worked with. We will stop before we send an email to say, does this live our mission? So we are really, truly mission-focused. And I always like to point out that theater is the last word in our mission, and community is right there at the top. So we are really there to try and create conversation, dive in, be at the really the intersection of social justice and the arts to ensure that people have a place to explore issues that are really complicated and hard and have the ability to do that via theater. I think theater opens a door for us that you can't get elsewhere because you can find empathy and characters and understanding of their lives in a way that a lecture or reading an article just doesn't give you. So that's really Curious's place in our community. Educating without thumping you over the head. Exactly. And just kind of opening your mind. It may not change your opinion or make you radically different when you walk out the door, but it might make you, the next time somebody asks you a question about it, go, oh, wait, let me think about this for one more second. Or it might radically change your perspective on something. It kind of runs the gamut. Yeah, And and actually, if if you're just looking at that low bar, just giving a person something else to think about, that 10-second delay before casting judgment, that five count before you open your mouth and say something crazy, Yep, you're doing a good service. You're doing a really <laughs> good job. And I love the, how you're just bringing it in 
while entertaining people, while sneaking and inspiring people. Because we did survive that 2008 recession. And I think a lot of us are in denial about that. But we really did survive a recession in our lifetime. Mm -hmm. So everyone was losing their jobs. Homes were going under. I mean, it, it was just a crazy time for us. And Instead of looking back on it and just going, oh, it was the stock market. Oh, it was the evil Enron. You take it from a perspective of human beings. Right. Make it relatable. So I love that. Exactly. I appreciate you. Yeah. Okay, so right now uh, we have the Skeleton Crew. That's running until April 13th. And I was looking at your website online, and it said that coming in June the 19th, you have something pretty exciting uh, happening. Can you tell us about uh, what's going on with Denver Stories uh, on June 19th? Yeah, so Denver Stories is our annual fundraiser. And what we do is take one member of our community and celebrate them and their accomplishments through a original play that's written about their lives. And this year, we are so excited and honored because Carlotta Walls Lanier is our honoree. And uh, Carlotta is the youngest member of the Little Rock Nine who really pushed forward uh, the civil rights movement by going to Central High School in Little Rock, Arkansas. Uh, And Carlotta is such an inspiration, both for her work then and her work today. And we are just thrilled uh, that she has agreed to be honored in this way and excited to see her story portrayed on our stage. And I'm I'm sure my listeners probably already know, but just, you know, for sake of a refresher, could you tell us a little about about who the Little Rock Nine were? So after uh, Brown v. the Board of Education um, came about, the the Little Rock High Schools were meant to be desegregated. And there were nine students that uh, were uh, students of color that agreed to go to Central High School. And they were really combated with some very hateful uh, and aggressive people, white people, blocking them from entry. And ultimately, um, the National Guard was put in place first to block them from entry by the governor and then put in place to help them get into the school by the president. And so these nine students very courageously lived out what can only be described as a nightmare from their other students and teachers in order to desegregate the schools of Little Rock. And that is, that's a mouthful, desegregation in Little Rock. High school kids. Right. Children. Yes. Basically walking through, and I'm sure we've all seen the scenes, we've all seen the documentaries, but just the bravery of those individuals. Mm -hmm. And uh, Miss Carlotta, she's going to be there? She will be, yeah. So Carlotta lives in Denver. She has, um, since she was in college, lived here. Her family moved out actually because of some of the backlash uh, that they faced in Little Rock. And so she has lived in Denver for many, many years and uh, has been a part of this community. Her children were raised here and uh, is going to be celebrated on June 19th. 
a Denver Stories will be honoring uh, Carlotta Walls Lanier. That's going to happen on June the 19th. So look at that website and get all of that information. Oh, actually, could you uh, let the listeners know uh, what your website is? Sure. It's CuriousTheater.org. There you go. Quick and to the point. <laughs> um, let's see. What is the best part of your job? The, you know, the best part of my job is being able to be an advocate at the same time that I do my job in theater, which has always been a part of my heart. And so being able to merge those two things and encourage people to look at the world differently is such a gift. And it's something that um, you don't always get in your job. And so being able to see people and talk to people after they've seen a show and say, oh, I I actually think about things a little bit differently now. Or um, I walked into the theater thinking one way about an issue, and now uh, I, I have an expanded view of that. And I think that is something that uh, you really can't uh, do most of the time. And uh, it's really a gift and a blessing that we have at Curious to be able to do that for our community. Okay. Now flip side, what's the biggest challenge? The biggest challenge, I think, of um, of any nonprofit theater is trying to balance it all. Um, so we have so many passions and hearts, and we want to chase after one thing, but uh, either the budget or time or just ability to get something done is, is always on the flip side of that. And so having to balance everything and not just chase after every exciting glitter rainbow um, is sometimes hard for those of us uh, that are really passionate about uh, the things that we do. Given that we have a number of theater companies in town, um, ranging from extremely professional and elitist all the way to, you know, the, the, the backyard little little theater company, why should we become involved or participate with Curious? In the context of the Denver theater landscape, uh, we're really excited to be a professional theater company. We were founded by the idea that we should pay people a living and equitable wage. And all of the actors that you see on our stage are paid a living and equitable wage. We are one of only two full-time equity theater companies in the city and county of Denver. It's us and the Denver Center. We're really committed to ensuring that those actors get health care and they get paid. And the same with um, designers and directors and the people that are moving the sets on and off. And so I think if you uh, care about high-quality professional theater, this is going to be a place for you. And if you care about uh, socially and politically relevant issues, this is going to be a place for you. We have people that come that never come to any other theater company because all they care about are social issues, but they get that sort of chicken soup for the activist soul kind of thing from Curious. And then we have people that don't really care about social issues, but they care about high-quality, really good theater with really excellent storytelling done by exceptionally talented actors. We live at the intersection of those two worlds, and we can serve both worlds and we can serve them together. And I think uh, wherever you are on that spectrum, you're going to find something for you at Curious if you are uh, interested in either of those things. All righty. And we are speaking with Katie Maltese. She is with Curious Theater Company. And can you tell me a little bit about the Summer Writer Program? 
For the last 13 years, Curious has been doing a program we call Curious New Voices, or CNV. And that's for students that are high school or college age that have any interest in playwriting. And what happens is they come to Curious, and uh, they're there for about six hours a day, and they write a play, a short play, over the course of that time. And they have a course staff that works with them, and then there's also master playwrights that come in that are nationally and internationally recognized playwrights that come in and work with these students. And at the end of it, they get a fully produced play. So it's a staged reading where professional actors and directors are reading the work that they've created over the last three weeks, which is a really important part of the program for us. You can take a playwriting course from a lot of different places and never actually hear your words spoken or see an audience react to that. And that's such a key part of the experience of writing a play, in our opinion. And so you'll write your, say, 10, 20-minute play, and then at the end of it, see how the audience sort of did that joke land, why. And it's such an important part of the learning experience for these young uh, playwrights to get to understand uh, that, that side of it. We also have a one-week program that's really exciting. It's called the National Collective, where students from other theaters are nominated and then sent to Curious for one week, and they write a play, and then at the end of it, we produce a festival of their work. So Steppenwolf sends us a student, and um, Berkeley Rep might send us a student. And so all of these places and theaters send us one student that they've said, this this young person has potential and they write a play that is also then uh, produced. So it's really, it's an exciting uh, and interesting different way to do uh, playwriting for high school and college students. So helping them actually see that their dream could be a reality. Exactly. Okay. Lovely. And I love the part about how you don't have any starving artists. (laughs) It's like we want them to eat and have health care. That would be lovely. Well, and thank you so much, Katie. We appreciate the, the work that you do and have been doing, uh, the work that Curious has been doing and will hopefully continue to do for decades and decades and decades to come. Well, thank you so much for having me. You may say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. I hope someday. Thanks to Katie Maltese, Managing Director for Curious. That does it for our show this week. I'm Maria Oliver, and this is Life in Colorado. If you have questions or comments about today's program, please call 303-750-5687. Life in Colorado is a public affairs presentation of Salem Media of Colorado.